You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy e What is up, everybody? Your boy E-Man from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast coming at you on this beautiful Sunday with another live stream uh, for you. Uh, NFL has been on fire and, you know, breaking news earlier today, so I had to get on and give you my take on it. Gonna cover a couple of different NFL news, starting number one with, of course, DeAndre Hopkins, one of the biggest fish left in the sea to uh, to get capture signs with the Titans today. Titans. I did not see that coming. I mean, there was rumors for the Titans, but why? He said he wants to be a winner. I don't know why he's doing with the Titans. Anyway, also, the NFL franchise deadline is tomorrow for players that need to get, you know, that need to either agree on the franchise tag or reach an agreement with an extension and there's three players i'm gonna hit you with that are right now the center stage and uh, we're gonna i'm gonna give you my take and i think what's gonna happen saquon josh jacobs and tony pollard the three biggest dogs out there who haven't reached a decision yet whether or not they're gonna sit out take the tag or reach an agreement with the respective teams and of course New headlines, what's trending in sports, got some of the latest trending headlines to give you my quick reactions on as well. As I mentioned, definitely we're going to start with DeAndre Hopkins is now a Tennessee Titan. So if you were to ask me, when, when all this, this happened, he said he wanted to build a super team with Dalvin Cook, or Dalvin Cook said the, the other way around. He wanted to play for a winner. Obviously, he said he wants to win. I'm a little shocked here with the Titans, even though there were rumor to be in the mix. <clears throat> but anyway, first and foremost, two-year deal, $26 million. Don't not Don't have the details of the exact contract here, how much is guaranteed. However, you know, you're looking at a guy that I think just went for the most amount of money that was giving an offer to him. That's the bottom line with DeAndre. Um, I don't think it is to win because Tennessee has a lot of question marks, especially in their – and one of the most and the most important position in a NFL team and a football team is the quarterback. There's a lot of question marks surrounding Tennessee. Yes, they have a good defense, they have a good coach. One of the beasts and one of the best running backs out there in Derrick Henry. You know, yes, you know, th- those are great qualities. So let me let me just give you my take and stop beating around the bush here. Like I said, two-year 26 mil for DeAndre Hopkins. Right. Here's here's some of the positive, I believe. Positive of this takeaways, right? Um, definitely gonna deplete a Titans wide receiving core and offense that was almost dead to last last season. All right, look, let's let's take a look at what they were working with last year. Last year, their best receiver um was Robert Woods, 17 games played, had two touchdowns. 91 targets, 527 yards. That was their best receiver. Second best receiver overall by numbers. Tight end. This guy is going to have a big year this year because of, I believe also because of uh, DeAndre Hopkins with a disclaimer on it. Tight end, Shigazium Okwonkwo. I can't even practice it. I'm telling you, anybody can do a a freaking highlight of me mispronouncing names. But I'm going to call him Okwonkwo. Okwonko had himself 32 receptions, 450 yards, three touchdowns, came in really heavy as of, as of end. Traylon Burks, who played 11 games and got injured, was starting to pick it up, 444 yards, one touchdown, and then, you know, tight end, Austin Hooper, 444 receiving yards, had to touch on himself, 
Believe it or not, Derrick Henry had his best receiving year at 398. He received, he asked himself 41 receptions, 33 receptions, 398 yards. That was probably, I think, career high. So you didn't have a single wide receiver to top 600 yards. That's, that's sad. That is sad. I mean, it's really, really sad. Definitely that's going to change. That's going to change this year with DeAndre Hopkins. If DeAndre Hopkins is healthy, we know what he could do. Last year he delivered. He got suspended for like six, seven games. Played pretty decent when he came back with a carousel of quarterbacks with Colt McCoy, you know, Kyler Murray barely was injured. I mean, he had a, a complete amount of uh, cab drivers tossing the ball to him, and he still had like a few touchdowns, had some really good games. Anyway, going back to this, I believe that um, DeAndre is definitely for sure going to help deplete, help help that depleted wide receiver core that the, the Titans have. I mean, it, and it has to help the overall offense. I mean, the Titans last year were ranked 29 in total offense, all right? 29 in total offense, 29 in passing touchdowns, all right? 28th in points per game at 17.4 points per game. That's, that's sad. They, they averaged 17.4 points per game. Derrick Henry was their total offense pretty much. I mean, when you take a Derrick Henry's numbers on the ground, he rushed for over 1,500 yards, 16 game, 16 game plays, a nice, you know, he's still, he's still bullying it, man. 10 touchdowns. Derrick Henry had himself 10 touchdowns, all right? The other two running backs had three. So 13 rushing touchdowns as opposed to 16 receiving touchdowns. That's, that's pretty wild. And, and, the player that left that led the team with the most receiving touchdowns was four. And it wasn't even a wide receiver, right? It was Dontrell Hillard, a running back, a backup running back, had four receiving touchdowns. Um, pretty, pretty wild. And he also led the team with the most average yards per catch at 15.9. That's how bad. The uh, the offense was last year over the air. The passing offense was was not bad for the Tennessee Titans. So these are all good things. In addition to, I think DeAndre is going to be a really really good tool and serve young Traylon Burks, who I think has a really high ceiling. Help him develop and also including tight end Aquanco. Uh, I think these two guys, Aquanco is like a beast, bro. That guy is just built different. He's so athletic run, block, can, you know, get down the field. I mean, honestly, I think Traylon Burks and Okwonko are going to be the biggest benefactor in the sense of, you know, now the attention is not just on them. It's going to be on DeAndre Hopkins. It should open up a lot of opportunities for these two young men. So that part is, is another positive for the Tennessee Titans. And then, of course, your workhorse, Derrick Henry. This has to. This has to help Derrick Henry, right? This has to help Derrick Henry lessen the workload a little bit, right? Because last year he was the main. This guy's been the horse since his entire career since he's gotten there, okay? But absolutely, this has to help Derrick Henry, who, again, a monstrosity of a, of a year last year. And when I mean a monstrosity, in a good way. I mean, he was a monster, dude, all right? He was a monster, all right, last year again. Like, he's been doing year after year, carrying the load. I mean, his back must be broken and hurt. This dude's going to need some back surgery, not because he's getting hit so much, but from carrying the sorry-ass Tennessee Titan offense year after year, year after year. I mean, when A.J. Brown left, 
last year was even like a bigger load. I mean, this kid is carrying everybody and supporting everybody. I mean, I think every single offensive player in, um, in the Tennessee Titans should definitely, all right, put Derrick Henry on their tax returns as a dependent because the man, I mean, I'm, this is the other way around. I'm sorry. I think every, he, Derrick Henry should put every offensive player, all right, on his tax return as a dependent because he carried every single one of them and supported every single one of them. Yeah, that joke almost went the other way. It has to be a huge load off Derrick Henry, hopefully. You know, give him a little bit of a breathing room. Maybe not, you know, lessen the carries, right? That wear and tear in that body. He's definitely reaching the age where, you know, it's cold. It's time to put him out to the pasture, kind of. But Derrick Henry's kind of such a beast of nature. And then, of course, the, the development of uh, Trey Burks, Traylon Burks, I'm sorry, and uh, Akwonko. I think it's going to be beneficial for them, too, and uh, as, they, as they go on to year two. Biggest question mark that we have is no secret is the quarterback position. We know what you've got with, you know, with Tannenhill, right? Tannenhill is a game manager. We saw how far he took him. He was better. He's, he's had a better career with the Tennessee Titans than Mariota did, but it hasn't equal to winning all right, consistently in the playoffs. Last year, Tannenhill had himself 65% completion percentage. He only played 12 games because then he got injured for the remainder of the year. 25 pass, 25 or 2,500 yards. You know, he a modest 211 yards per game, 13 touchdowns, uh, seven uh, interceptions. And I know he does a lot of work with on the ground as well. He's, he's not like a great rusher, but he does have skill. He used to be a former wide receiver. He gets a lot of touchdowns, you know, quarterback sneaks or, or trick plays that, you know, lead him into the end zone. Uh, but again, he's probably going to be the starter starting this year, coming out this year. There's no doubt about it, if healthy. Uh, but again, it's just such a ceiling has been met already. All right. So I don't know how much of a difference is going to be for, for DeAndre Hopkins. I, you know, it's got to help Tannehill, of course, because when A.J. Brown left, you know, that was the guy. Uh, I, I think DeAndre, it's out of the A.J. Brown level when he comes to, I guess, year, because he's been in the league now 10, 11 years. He's not as young. However, is a huge upgrade that is definitely going to, help Tannehill. But again, there's a ceiling with Tannehill. Forget about Malik Willis, a failed experiment. It was such a trash show. It was such a dumpster fire that they went ahead and drafted Will Levis this year, another quarterback. So Malik Willis, eight games last year, we saw that that was a complete failure. Whoever the scout was for Tennessee that decided to waste a pick on Malik Willis should get fired, probably already did. I mean, he has such a horrible, horrible 50% completion percentage, 34 yards per game. I mean, the kid wasn't ready, overwhelmed every single day. And then Joshua Dobbs went in there for a couple of games because it was horrible. Uh, what we do expect of Will Levis, we have no clue. So we really have no clue what to expect of Will Levis, right? He's just another question mark. They're saying this kid might be the future. But, man, I'm telling you right now, the Titans' big question mark is a, it's a quarterback. So, I, again, another reason why I don't know why the DeAndre Hopkins chose uh, Tennessee because they don't have the quarterback that I that would lead them, that would lead him and that and whatever team in in the team to the Super Bowl. So don't see it. Don't know what happened there. Again, DeAndre Hopkins is gonna make them better if healthy. It's gonna help. It's gonna make Tannehill better. It's gonna help the development of uh, the young players, lessen the load for, of course, for uh, Derrick Henry. Makes sense for the Titans to sign him. Doesn't make any sense for. DeAndre Hopkins, who says who wants to win. There was rumors, but I, I am shocked that this happened. I didn't think he was going to, I thought he was going to pick a winner.
thought he was going to go to New England. You know, I thought he was going to even, I don't know, man, the, the, the Chiefs, right? Take less money. You know, you go to the Chiefs, you win a championship. Anyway, uh, regardless of the fact, DeAndre Hopkins signs with the Titans at uh, two years, 26 mil. It's going to be exciting to see D-Hop back again as the number one. So uh, before I move on, because uh, I'd really want to hit you, the three players that everybody's concerned about with the NFL, all right, franchise deadline coming up tomorrow, Monday, July 17th at 4 p.m. Let's hear a word from my sponsors, BetUS, all right, where the game begins. Do me a favor. The descriptions are going to be in the, the I'm sorry, the links are going to be in the description where you could go to, um, click it. You will be led to uh, BetUS, my affiliate link. It's going to give you 125%, all right, deposit match by uh, BetUS, the number one sports book out there, man. They are, they are it, and they are uh, the best sports book out there. I use them. Again, I tweet picks every day right now on MLB. Follow me on Twitter for, uh, you know, for the links on a daily basis and also on my picks. I've been to 56 straight home games. I've tailgated 61 times. I've been to 31 practices. I've collected 17 autographs. I've had 27 beers built on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Sign up at BetUS and get a massive 125% bonus. Again, links will be in my description. Click on the link. Get 125% matching. 125% of all of your deposit, which is great. More than 100%. So check it out. All right. Moving on. We are moving to, again, as I mentioned, the NFL franchise deadline is tomorrow. And the three biggest names out there that are either haven't taken the franchise tag yet, who have been franchise tag, I'm sorry, but haven't agreed to it, and haven't either also haven't reached a long-term agreement are Saquon, Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard. To me, of course, as a Giants fan, your boy is like, well, Saquon has to sign, right? So what do you think is going to happen? I mean, there's been a lot of rumors, especially beyond Saquon. So listen, if the Giants don't sign them by tomorrow, it'll be the stupidest thing that could ever happen in, Gi in Giants franchise history. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. <laughs> and also will be the stupidest thing for, you know, for Saquon Barkley to sit out the season because he's going to be stubborn. Rumors are with the Giants, and I'm starting with Saquon, of course, because I'm a Giants fan. Rumors are that the Giants offered him $13 million. His agent turned it down. They were saying Saquon was looking for, you know, CMC money, Christian McCaffrey money, $16 mil, which, come on, man. I mean, I love Saquon, but, you know, he's been injured more than Christian McCaffrey has. However, they're saying that this is just a game right now, but they're going to reach an agreement before the season starts, maybe not by tomorrow, but before the season starts, for about $14 million a year. So, Hey, I dig it. Look, I give him 14 mil. All right. Give him 14 mil and go with it. All right. At the end of the day, these contracts are front loaded. It could be more like an extension, like a three or four year extension, but in reality, it's more like a, you know, like a two year. There, the, the NFL makes their contracts a little different. 
So Saquon, I don't think he's not going anywhere. All right. Honestly, as a Giants fan, I think I might mortgage the house and place a bet. Might may not be signed by tomorrow or reach an agreement, but before the season starts, he would still be a giant. He's a big part of the offense. And there's big things coming this year for the Giants with Waller, you know, and everything else. So I think it'll be stupid. All right. If the Giants do not sign Saquon Barkley. All right. Next, we have uh, Josh Jacobs. You know, Josh has been a great player, you know, all purpose yards, one of the top leaders in the league. Um, this year, he knows he wants to get paid. Derek Carr is no longer in the team. So we know that Devontae Adams got all that money when he first, when they signed them last year. And again, you know, had a wonderful individual season, individual season, just had a horrible season as a team, but he killed it last year. Now, Josh Jacobs is like, yo, listen, I got to get paid too, right? However, I think there's a little more different. There's a little different than Saquon and the Giants, right? Honestly, I don't think with the amount of money the the Raiders have spent, Devontae Adams, I know they just got Jimmy Garoppolo now. That was a cheap deal anyway. But they got other players on defense that they're giving a lot of money, and there's going to be some free agents coming up on defense as well, and they're probably going to go after a quarterback after this season. Jacob, in this, in this case, doesn't have the leverage. Tying a lot more money on Jacobs definitely messes up the future for the Raiders. So I think this one might tangle a little longer. You know, I think they're, they're going to try to lowball Jacobs as much as they can to get him in a long-term contract, but that's why Jacob is holding out. He's not happy. He wants to get paid more money. But, you know, I think this one might actually go a little longer. Don't be surprised if this goes into the season. So, again, good running back. You'll be stupid enough as the Raiders not to draft him. I mean, not to uh, sign him, but... He doesn't have as much leverage as Saquon. Saquon means a lot more to the offense, all right? Saquon is the best offensive player after the quarterback, of course, but position player the Giants have. So he was a huge part of Daniel Jones' success. Jacobs, you know, Devontae Adams caught everything that was thrown his way. And, you know, Jacob has had a good year because Devontae Adams was there. So this one is one of those that, look, if I'm the Raiders, I'll play hardball, man. You take the lowest possible, you take the lowest possible, you know, uh, amount of money you give them and kind of, work the business side of it up but i think this is going to tangle a little more and, and jacobs does not have the uh the leverage in this case tony pollard i don't know why this is taking so long with tony pollard right they got rid of ezekiel alien because they know the ezekiel alien because they know they got to sign this kid they knew they got to have to sign some uh, more uh, weapons on offense but this it's taking longer than usual pollard may not be asking for a lot of money i don't know what the rumors are but this is another one like saquon barkley is gonna happen probably tomorrow i mean come on pollard i know he's coming off of an injury but this guy's a beast you got to give, you got to pay him again. He's not Pollard and Jacobs are not in the status of money where Saquon is requesting because of how good Saquon is. Wow, he's healthy, right? He's a generational talent, has put generational numbers when he's healthy. Question mark with Saquon has been he, you know, his injury. Pollard is good, good running back. So is Jacobs, but they're nowhere in the level of, of Saquon Barkley. That's why I think this one's going to get done. I think that Jerry pays people. So Jerry's going to pay Pollard. There's no doubt about it. He's not going to get Ezekiel Elliott money. I mean, that was the stupidest contract I've ever seen in my life because it was so early on. However, he's going to pay him. He's going to pay him because he needs him. And, of course, he, he falls in love with players. And he loves Tony Pollard. People keep forgetting when Zeke was holding out and uh, Tony Pollard, I believe, was a rookie, and he was killing it, all right, in the, um, during preseason, all right, in camp, in OTAs. And, they were, and I remember even Jerry saying, yeah, yo, Ezekiel who? Because he had Tony Pollard out there, right? He's going to pay Tony. Tony's not going to be not as expensive. I think Tony may get anywhere between the neighborhood of $12 million, maybe Jacobs as well. But Saquon, I think, with the Giants, the deal, this deal is going to get done probably in the neighborhood of 14 and $15 million is probably what it's going to take. 
to sign Saquon Barkley, which it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen by the deadline, you still got before the uh, beginning of the season. But he's going to be a giant starting uh, the year. There's no doubt about it. You can take that shit to the bank, all right? You can take it to the bank. Let's go. And uh, we got some uh, trending headlines, man. There's a few trending headlines, headlines, I'm sorry, uh, happened between yesterday and today that I want to give you my quick reactions. You know, when I do trending headlines, I give you the headlines. It's kind of like a headline and give you my quick takes on them. So uh, here we go. The trending headlines coming up. Okay, let's go. All right, first and foremost, first trending headline of the day. All right, we have tight end Evan Ingram. I could resign, I guess, with uh, the Jags, right? He got himself paid, baby. He got himself paid, what, about $41 million for three years, $24 million guaranteed up front. Pretty freaking awesome, man, Evan Ingram. Now, this is the reason why I wanted to bring this up today. Uh, Evan Ingram is a good player, former Giant. Didn't do shit with the Giants. It was hurt more than anything else. Butterfinger is what I used to call him. He has had a really career year last year, had his career year last year with uh, with the uh, Jags. And, and it was a huge piece for Trevor Lawrence's resurgence and, you know, getting to the next level. And you got to have that tight end athletic nowadays, all right? Uh, everybody wants to get the next Kelsey and everything, but this kid is athletic enough, can run with the best of them, it's fast, can block for shit, but has, you know, can catch the ball and, and will be, he's still an asset. 24 guaranteed, technically 41 a year. Yeah, it's not bad. I think overpaid a little bit, but, He's, always, he's also been injury prone, so last year was his best year because he played a full year and had his career year. So, uh, and, of course, that's the reason why I sparked the conversation of uh, Jacobs, Pollard, and Saquon now coming up to the deadline tomorrow by 4 p.m. Next, who do we have here? LeBron James, uh, homie LeBron James. It said he's going to change his number, his uniform number, I mean, from number six to number 23 next season out of respect. For Bill Russell, I got it, brother. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's I, I dig that man. Respect to Bill, the goat. You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest players of all time. You know, all of a sudden, Twitter sparked up the conversation of, "Oh, look at LeBron's numbers. Let's look at LeBron's numbers year over year." It's 23. Remember, he wore 23 with Cleveland and Miami. You know, 27 points per game, all that good stuff. When he comes to uh, the numbers, were in 23, right? 27 for LeBron, 7.4 uh, rebounds per game, 7.6 assists, 49%. When he comes to uh, field goal, field goal percentage, I get it. I get it. You know, that's those are really good numbers. However, Michael Jordan destroyed it. All right, he averaged 31.9 points per game, 50% from the field, and 1,086 games as a bull. Add another 5.4 rebounds and 2.4 steals per game, winning 68% of his games. 68% of his games. That's pretty solid. So LeBron is not the greatest person wearing number 23. It's definitely Michael Jordan. It's not LeBron. Let's 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 stop. Let's stop. Let's stop with the foolishness. With the foolishness, okay? Let's stop with that. Let's let's get away from that. It's Michael Jordan. It's a good gesture by LeBron James doing his thing. All right, changing his number. I think it's really, really great. However, it's not like, you know, let's let's go ahead and make, what do we got to make this sound? Like we have to do this every year. Every time LeBron does a number change or something, everybody did the talk about the greatest of all time happens. Let's stop it. Greatest of all time is Michael Jordan. All right, greatest 
player to wear 23. It is what it is. What's next? Well, we still have NBA, some NBA news here. Some NBA news. We still got some NBA news there. Look, the Suns are still making moves. The Suns are still making moves, making moves in uh, free agency. Okay? They're still making moves in free agency. They pulled a couple of more trades today. They traded campaign, which, I mean, this is like their backup point guard right now or starting point guard at one point after trading everybody for a second round pick and cash to the Spurs. Then they sign uh, Bobo to a one-year deal as well. So, they're listen, after it's all said and, said and done, the Suns have actually done a really good job after spending all their money in the big four and not trading DeAndre, DeAndre Ayton to build a really good team around them with a lot of, with minimal cash as love was left. They got good shooting. They got great size. I mean, they, they, they actually put some depth with players that can really, really play. I mean, not, not these superstars, but I mean, you got four, four freaking all-stars in the team. You just need some really, really good role players. And I think they're able to accomplish that. This is a good deal. I mean, I think during this whole ordeal, they've, they've acquired, excuse me, number two round picks here. So, Bobo, I think, is a, is a really good addition. It's going to give some more uh, backup and some more depth in the, uh, in the front court. So, that's pretty good. So, I think that's a, that's, they're still pulling moves. The Phoenix Suns are right now, to me, after Bradley Beal getting traded and Chris Paul and blah, 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 they're still pulling moves out here. And that's a pretty good I like this. I like this right here. They're, they're, they're building capital in order to keep building for the future. Lastly, but not least, man, Oh, man, NBA superstar Stephen Curry added more to his legacy. And it's not even the NBA season, all right? On the golf course yesterday, my man had hit a hole-in-one at the American Century Championship Celebrity Tournament in State Line, Nevada. I don't care. I don't care if it's not a, a PGA Tour. Listen, listen, my man, this, this guy right here, this guy right here is built different. Stephen Curry is built different, all right? Hole-in-one. I don't care if it's not a PGA event, but a hole in one anywhere is sick. And take a look at this. Boy, this is right at it. If it gets there, how about that? Oh, oh, wow. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, hey, Rod, all I'll say is this I think he pulled the right club. <laughs> gracious he may not stop till he gets to the bay area Stephens enjoys playing golf as much as um as he does playing basketball you know what I mean? He enjoys playing golf as much as he enjoys playing basketball. Unreal. This kid is unreal. If you notice that, he was just having a good old time. He was just having a good old time there on the, on the, on the golf course. He's running all over the place. This is how he plays basketball when he hits a big three. I mean, the dude has long range. Honestly, if nobody did not have a, if anybody had a doubt, which you shouldn't have, who's the greatest shooter? Greatest three-pointers of all time, three-point shooter of all time, all the greatest long-range shooter, 
this right here should completely like take that doubt out of your mind because the man is not only hitting long range shots on the court, but he's getting long range shots. He's hitting long range shots on the golf course and holding ones, bro. Goatness for real. This kid is goaded. He's a hell of a golf player too, man. I'm shocked they lost to Travis Kelsey and and what you would call it and and um, Patrick Mahomes. That's because Kelsey and Mahomes are better golfers and uh, not not than uh, Stephen Curry's because Clay Thompson can't play golf and shit. Stephen Curry delivers on and off the court. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's all I have for you today. I appreciate the love. Thank you for the listens. Thank you for the watches. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate the love. Um, I'm doing this. I do this at least once a week. Today, I think I got two in. Uh, I think I went ahead and I did one on on Monday, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, man, uh, your boy Eman from the Average Joe Sports Talk uh, came at you with a, some another live episode once a week. Try not to miss any week. I appreciate the love. Football season is really about a month away, less than a month away, actually. Today is the 16th, so this is going to get crazy real shortly here. Not just NFL, but college football. Check out bet.us. Hit the link in the description and get yourself a 125% uh, deposit bonus from uh, bet.us where the game begins. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the love. Your boy, E-Man, from the Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast, signing out. Peace. Yo.